It's Beyond J here. Welcome back. It's part two of the four part series titled Why I Left the Church. In this series, we will be focusing on church hurt. You will hear the perspectives of pastors, leaders, and members. They will share their experience and advice on the subject. The overall goal of this series is for us to understand what each party goes through emotionally and spiritually while they are experiencing hurt, ultimately leading us to begin to employ empathy and grace as we all seek healing. In today's episode, we have a special guest who will shine light on what a leader experiences during church hurt, my good friend Celso Nobreto. He is the founder of Purpose to Function LLC, which is a solution-based company that seeks to attain measurable results by providing personal coaching, business coaching, consultations, and motivational speaking services. He is also an author. His latest book is called Strength to Fight, Moving Forward in Difficult Times. It's a 21-day devotional. It's aimed to uplift the spirit and to help you get your fight back. I'm very excited to see, to hear what he has to share with all of us today. He's a very knowledgeable person, and I hope that his words may shine light on a different perspective that we probably all might have been overlooking when we're kind of upset with our own leaders in our church. So let's jump right in. It's Beyond Jay here. Welcome to my podcast, where I will be focusing on helping Christians get practical advice so they can grow closer to God, advance in their careers, and ultimately find love. Remember, don't be afraid to go beyond. The only limit is always yourself. Hello, my name is Celso Noberto, and I'm one of the youth leaders of my local church in the Bronx called Mission Christian Rehope of Church. So, Brother Jonathan had asked me to bring my perspective on church hurt, and what does this look like from the viewpoint of a youth leader? First and foremost, I'd like to say uh, thank you for this opportunity, this privilege of being able to um, speak a little bit about this um, on your podcast. And second, I'd like to commend you for uh, this topic. I think it's something that needs to be addressed and needs to be discussed Though it may be considered taboo in certain places, this is definitely a topic that I believe could bring much healing to hearts who are in need. So the question that was asked of me, or one of the questions that was asked, was what were your feelings when you were hurt by either your leader, a member, or pastor of your church? So really quickly, I'd like to bring a small illustration that I believe um, to be like the start of uh, my leadership journey and there was a member of a church and there was a pastor and the member told the pastor that they wanted to leave because people were criticizing, talking badly about them and they were fed up and they wanted to go. So the pastor wisely told them to hold a cup of water um, in their hand and to go around the church without spilling one drop. The member did just that, making sure that nothing spilled out of this cup. The member goes to the pastor and says, "Um, Pastor, I I did what you told me to do. And the pastor said, did you notice people talking about you? No. Did you notice people criticizing you? No. Did you notice um, someone doing something that, that is not to your liking? The member said no. Right. And we can see from this small illustration that, uh, 
this member could not focus on none of these things because they were too busy focusing on the cup of water, making sure that no drop of water came out of the cup. So this is, is my experience when it comes to uh, the first stages of, of being a leadership. So I was in a place of my life where I was just completely just focused, um, passionate, uh, and still am, but having my eyes placed on the Lord. And because of this, though there were things that happened, though there were uh, experiences that I had that were not too pleasing, um, and actually that hurt, um, I did not focus too much on these things. Now, I'm not saying that's necessarily a, a, a good thing or a bad thing, but there was a lot of things that take place that took place that it affected me after. <laughs> it affected me in hindsight, looking back at it, um, or when stepping outside of the busyness of ministry, life, school, etc., where it started to actually settle in. And I was like, wow, like this happened to me. Um, this took place. Like, I can't believe this individual did that or the other, etc." Um, So in my case, um, it was all about getting the work done, uh, getting the job done, um, focusing on the bigger picture. And I think there is some merit and some benefit to that. But now the negative part about that in my experience is that I, I was suppressing emotions, and truly, this is something that I see uh, a lot today. Um, individuals suppressing emotions and holding back, and just trying to bury all of the negativity and all of the negative uh, feelings. And that's something that I was doing, right? So it took me a while um, to be able to see that there was a moment in my life where I was actually pleading. Um, I, I can't necessarily explain it in depth, but. I felt that I was wounded. I felt that I was hurt. I felt that I was bleeding internally. And there were certain triggers that uh, um, that allowed me to see this. And only when um, I went to, to God in prayer or moments of just, just let's say, uh, having a spiritual separation or uh, trying to just talk to God and, and let's say going to like a camp or something or going to a retreat and being able to just have this just um, intimacy in the long time with God where God was able to show me um, you're hurt, you're bleeding. And there were certain triggers that um, I saw that that um, reflected this. And and it's, it's, it's a very um, hurtful thing. And what I would like to say about this is like, it's like bleeding. It's like you feel it in your heart. That's as best as I can explain it. You're bleeding from within. And it, it, it's, it's something that it, it hurts. At times you may feel uh, rejected. At times you may feel um, isolated. Sometimes you have like that Elijah uh, type of viewpoint where it's like, man, I feel like I'm in this alone. Right. And, and it, that's not necessarily the case, but sometimes our vision becomes uh, simply deferred or uh, just simply blurred by the pain and the hurt and what we're going through. The next. How did your hurt affect your preaching and leadership? I'd say at times. In this place of going through what they're going through. And, and for me, it's like suppressing uh, these emotions and suppressing um, these feelings. At times, it will bottle up 
and I would see that I, I could do really good of holding it in and, and um, just looking to feed and, and bless and empower the people of God to the expense of, at times, all my loved ones and those who are close to me um, outside of the church experience, right? And at times, I would see myself taking out um, these emotions on them. You know, that saying that says, you will bleed on those who did not cut you. And that was a thing for me. But sometimes bottling up these emotions and unconsciously, I, I would take it out on my family. And at times they will question why. And this is something that I had to learn in the process. And it's like, I, I, I myself did not realize that I was doing it. Right. And it's just from the buildup and the tension that I had from what I was going through in the church. So it's something that I, I really um, needed to balance out. But I've learned that when it comes to hurt, don't take it out on your message. Don't 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 take it out on the people uh, on the people. Right. But us as leaders doing our best to um not preach about it, not talk about it. If we're going to talk about it, we talk to the individual and we talk to them um, in the office or wherever the case may be um, at a personal level. And that's something that um, I've learned and I do my best to practice. So um, I always aim to, to strengthen and help God's people. But I saw that it was affecting me in the personal, in, in my personal life outside of leadership. So the next question, how long did it take me to heal or am I still processing it? For me, it was learning how deep the cut was. I was able to learn how deep the cut was after taking some classes and um, Christian counseling. And in this process, I saw myself being healed, but also discovering how deeply wounded I was and what else I needed to heal. So it was definitely a process for me. Um, when it comes to actually being in it and, and healing, there were times where I just had to cry out to God and God would encourage me and, and um, the Lord would use um, individuals to bring specific words that will help to bandage and strengthen me to keep going. And then once again, it's like I would throw that behind me and put it um, deep down somewhere. Or um, there, there are times where I feel that in prayer, um, like just the pain, the hurt would, would dissipate, would disappear. Um, but there are other things that maybe I did not disclose or talk to God about, right, that really affected me. Now, um, I've been healed from many things, right? And he, uh, forgiveness is, is a big key when it comes to the walk uh, of Christ. So healing, um, you know, is tied into forgiveness. Like we understand if, if we're harboring bitterness or, or grudges, it is going to do us more harm. Than, than good. And the other person who maybe has offended you, they're they're living their best life and you're you're stuck at home, you're you're hurt, you're thinking about it and, and you're basically hurt um harming yourself. Right. And I'm gonna put it this way concerning me, it's like 
right now I, I see that there are there are there are a lot of things that I've grown from. There are a lot of things that um I was healed from. Um and then there are other things I'm partnering with God and God is 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 helping me through it. There have been there have been moments where God revealed people's intentions on why certain things happen. And to me that that's a big comfort and a big help. Um, and also lets me understand that, that God sees, he knows what's going on. Right. And like scripture says, uh, vengeance is not, is not ours, you know, it's of the Lord. Question five. So how should leaders of a church seek healing? So first and foremost, of course, having a relationship with God, um, where we're able to hear his voice, um, being able to just uh, be before him in his presence that does much good being able to disclose uh the situation um to god because there are moments where we'll simply hold things in um which has been my experience and so first and foremost speaking to god about it then after if you have a mentor then you are blessed having a confidant someone who you can um, be able to disclose this information to someone you trust someone you can vent too so this is a big thing for me it took me like maybe six seven no uh, maybe seven eight years for me to find a mentor that i could speak to certain um certain things about because um trust for me growing up hasn't been a, a good experience so being able to find individuals that i could trust or someone that i could uh consider to mentor me was a big thing. Um, sometimes being able to find these mentors or uh, help outside of your church, outside of where things are taking place, could be a good help where they could give you um, an unbiased look or a different perspective to what you're going through. While I was taking a counseling course and seeing how deep my wounds were, of course, the resources of counseling, I recommend counseling um, even better, Christian counseling, people who Right, have a track record who have been doing this for a while, um, and who are prayerful, right? But also um, could bring practical um, understanding to what you're taking, what's going on in your life. I, I see this to be very, very beneficial. So um, having both the practical side of things, the understanding, and also the prayer and and the spiritual buildup, right? And sometimes we can't receive uh, the spiritual depending on how how deep the wound is, right? So we need to be able to simply have just that um, individual who could just be patient with us while we're disclosing the information and, and things like that. But there are different situations in play when it comes to um, getting counselors, maybe financial um, finances may be a thing that could deter us from getting this type of help. But getting help, it, it's a must. Reaching out for help is a must, right? Um, but those who maybe may say, I don't know if I don't have the, the finances or money for it, right? So I, I definitely encourage um, that you do the research, right? Seeing, you know, if, if you have, uh, uh, if your medical plan could cover it and things like that. But also, too, if you may not have the, uh, the, finan the finances or financial resources, I 100% recommend this book by John Bevere, awesome teacher in the kingdom. Uh, the book is called The Bait of Satan, Living Free from the Deadly Trap of Offense. 
this book right here, I've read it in the beginning stages of leadership, and I believe this to be the foundation of very big help when it comes to dealing with offense and dealing with um, the church hurt, as we say. Um, this right here talks about all of it, and it's a big, big help. And the last question, what advice would you give someone going through church hurt? Um, taking care of one's uh, mental health, being careful with burnout, because sometimes um, we could be going through certain things um, personally. And um, and then also it could be possible that we take what's happening personally into the, the church or vice versa, or we're going through both um, at the same time and it could be overwhelming. And then that's where a lot of the things that we see today, um, a lot of the problems, a lot of, um, sadly to say, like, like, uh, even, um, clergy taking their lives. It's, 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 it's sad. Right. So being able to, um, step back when we need to, we don't always have to be in the front. If there are moments where you feel that you're overwhelmed, simply being able to speak to whether it be, uh, one of your um your leaders, right, or or pastors, letting them know, um, it's not that you're in sin, you know, but letting them know that, um, we, you're gonna take a, a break from from participating, from playing an instrument for that week or even the month, right, um, and this is not this does not mean that you are in discipline or you're or you're putting yourself in discipline per se. So it's not something that needs to be looked. Um, in a negative light, but it's simply live, uh, living to fight another day and being able to simply, I'm going to put it this way, Jesus himself, um, uh, he took the disciples and they went to the side to rest a while. And that is something I believe that needs to be a practice in our churches today. God bless you all and thank you for this opportunity um, and this privilege of being able uh, to share my experiences with you all. Take care. Thank you so much, Celso, for your powerful insight. I want to point out two things that stood out to me. One, the water in the cup story. Wow, what an analogy. That story really opened my eyes and allowed me to see how when we lose focus on what God has given us, we begin to focus on what's around us. Then the second point that really got to me was when he said, he said a quote, he said that they bleed on people that didn't cut them. So this allows us to remember, this gives us so much, such a powerful perspective that we need to employ empathy and grace because a lot of our leaders are hurt and us members, we need to show more grace and empathy towards them because at the process sometimes god uses members to help us heal but then us members we have to realize that we might get some of the backlash because they're hurting right now again it doesn't justify their behavior but it just requires us to show more empathy and grace because sometimes when you're hurt you're just you just hurt other people and God is calling us to take a step back and try not to make these things about us so much and allow us to understand this is where the sermons come comes into play. It teaches us that we need to discern 
when our leaders are hurt. Leaders are subjected to getting hurt when they continue to serve while they're being burnt out. When church leaders continue to serve while being burnt out, the likelihood of them getting hurt increases drastically. A tired leader will begin to look around to see who can help, and the enemy will use that moment of tiredness to make them look at their brothers and sisters with resentment. And we cannot continue doing that. We know better now. And then again, the same topic came up again on how the importance of counseling. Two different leaders have spoken. A pastor spoke a bit last episode on the importance of um, Christian therapy and therapy in general. And then Celso, again, these two people haven't even met. And they're also referring to that they have themselves a Christian therapist. Because there's hurts, there's layers of hurt that come from our personal lives. And then when we go into ministry, we it, it pours into ministry. So a lot of the church hurt that we claim to have, it's just a tipping point, the breaking point of hurt that we already had before we even enter ministry. So this is why we have to be very careful on how we go about our ministries because we're carrying hurt that we haven't dealt with before we even enter ministry. So this is about healing overall, going to the root of a lot of pain that we have not healed from, resentment that we still have before we even got to the church that we're in now. So what I'm saying now is rethink your church hurt. Probably the, your church hurt that you're experiencing right now is simply just the breaking point from past hurt that you have not healed from. And this was just like the last straw. Something to think about. Well, that's it for today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate all the love and support. Next episode, we're going to finally address church hurt from the perspective of a member. It's going to get excited. So stay tuned for next episode. And always remember, never be afraid to go beyond. The only limit is always yourself. Peace.